Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents... The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, number one. Hey, it is a thirsty Thursday, and that means the drive is live on the road, and we are out at Buffalo Wild Wings as we generally are every single Thursday. And we are at the Copperfield location right off Highway 6. So make your way on down here, and I'm telling you right now, as uh, I'm gonna do my, my my folks in here, they've been hanging in here, they've been eating, having some good drinks, having some good food. Coming up as soon as this segment ends, your chance to win a $25 Visa gift card. We're gonna do that as soon as this segment ends. We'll have a uh, a winner for our first $25 Visa gift card. So if you're on your way, you got about uh you got about 15 minutes to get in here and sign your name and be uh and give yourself a chance to win a gift card. So we're doing that. As we always do, prizes for you if you come out and hang out with us on Thirsty Thursday. Uh, so uh, come on out. Have a good time. TV's everywhere. Uh, good food, good drinks. People at Bud Light, our partners there, they'll take care of you as well when you get up in here. But outside of that, Clint, um, the big news here is obviously the injury report. This has been a big thing all season, but it is not. I mean, not, not nowhere near what we've looked at the last two weeks. And I would say... I would say this is mostly good news. If you are of the thought that, hey, I uh, I understand that the, the likelihood of C.J. Stroud playing Sunday is, is what, uh, 1% the likelihood, and I think that's probably left the door. If you come into it with the thought of, we know C.J.'s probably not going to play, then to, I think today was good news. Of course, he did not practice, still was not out there as, a, as he continues to, uh, to be in concussion protocol reports, Aaron Wilson saying, uh, again, that he'll miss his second game in case Kingdom is set to start. But the ones that did make it to practice uh, and were back at practice, John Mechie back at practice, Brevin Jordan, they had illness. Shaq Mason returned to practice. But I think the two big ones, Clint, Nico Collins with the calf, he's back at practice. And not just at practice, I, I've seen we've seen video of Nico running routes um, and they may have him listed as limited, but he's fully he was fully dressed from what I could see and really participating in drills. And then Jimmy Ward, who was also on concussion protocol, he was back at practice today, full full go, uh, fully dressed, and it appeared to be uh, going through the drills as we saw a video of. I think those two being back along with uh, with Shaq Mason, Laramie Tunzel returned. It's the kind of thing him and Robert yeah. Woods been doing all yeah, week. Yeah. But those two in particular, Clint. Nico Collins, Jimmy Ward, 
I think, completely change what it is that the Texans have an opportunity to do on Sunday. Yeah, look, it, it gives it gives uh, whoever the quarterback's going to be and Bobby Slow, it gives them a weapon, a legit weapon, not not a, not a situation where you got to go out there and you got to try to scheme guys, you got to try to scheme completions. Um, it, this is a legit weapon that you can do some things with and uh, can win some one-on-one battles and can run after catch and um, you know poses a serious threat to to down in down out when you're talking about Nico Collins. The other thing about Nico Collins with him being on the field is it's a calf injury, um, and and that's one of those deals where they're not going to put you back on the field and let you run full speed until that cat until they're convinced that that calf is healthy. Now it may not last once they start to see start the game, but in terms of of what it takes to get cleared to run with a a a pulled hammy or a a, a strained calf or you know, anything of that nature. Like, they're, they're not putting you back out there until they're completely convinced that you can go all out. Not just, hey, go out there and make sure you keep it at 50, 50% today or three-quarter today. I mean, they're putting you out there because they, they believe that you can go uh, medically, you, you, are, you can go full speed. And so, uh, Nico being out there is, is, a, is a big deal. And you mentioned Jimmy Ward on the, on the flip side of it. Um, it Jimmy Ward, it, look, the, this, this football team um, – it, when, when they're completely healthy in the back end, we're talking about Stingley and Nelson. Now we're talk, finally talking about Des King, talking about Jalen Petrie and Jimmy Ward. When that is your secondary, those are your cover defenders and your safeties. They have the potential now to go out there and play as good as anybody in, in the NFL and cover and, and, and be able to turn the football over. And, we talked I about mean, when healthy, how good we thought the yes, secondary could be. That, this secondary, top to bottom, with Jimmy Ward, when you throw Jimmy Ward and Petrie in the mix and your cover defenders are Stingley Nelson and, and Des King, you, you can put, they, they potentially could go out there and have a monster impact on a game and allow you to beat a nine-win football team, be the reason that Joe Flacco and – and, uh, and and company that they they have a bad day at the office. Um, so you, you when these guys are are, are fully healthy, um, there's just no holes in the secondary, man. Um, there's you know there's maybe you call some guys some weakness. Maybe that nickel defender Des King. You get Amari Cooper matched up on him, one of the better route runners in the game. Then you may have a little bit of a problem. You get you get. Um, and Joku matched up on somebody. You get Joku matched up. He's going to be a physical problem for anybody in this secondary, obviously, in terms of how big he is. Um, you know, even with Ward, you get Ward down in, in, a, in a cover position, and you get Amari Car- I mean, Amari Cooper or or in Joku. That, that, that's going to be advantage Cleveland. But you got a chance. You know what I mean? You got guys that know where they're supposed to be. You got savvy players that in Des King and Jimmy Ward that have been there before. Um, they've played uphill before. They've won uphill before. And so, boy, when that secondary's full with Jimmy Ward out there, man, you got a real chance to have a monster day on the defensive side of the football. Just on, on both sides with, with Nico and, and, and the other part of the injury report, and, and these are also not surprises, and both are not expected to play uh, on Sunday, according to reports, is Will Anderson didn't practice and, and neither did Blake Cashman. When Blake Cashman and Tavier Thomas were injured, the thought was it'd be multiple weeks. Uh, and, and then Will Anderson, high ankle sprain, He's uh, he's on a uh, he's on a uh, had a walking boot last week. The high ankle sprain for his position that that's much more difficult to ask to come back in, in two weeks. I mean, you you could hear that injury a four week injury at times, yeah. uh, depending on it, especially for for what he needs to do with it. So those when you combine though on both sides, understanding you don't have CJ, you don't have um, you don't have Tank Dale, like this this kind of 
not having Nico just tightens the grip on on the cuffs that Bobby Slowick has with the offense. You get Nico back, it loosens that. Not having Will Anderson, not having uh, Blake Cashman tightens the grip if you don't have Jimmy Ward also, and you got to try to have a really young person fill that void too. So those two guys just loosen things up for for both coordinators and both guys calling offense what? and defense you, on both sides. Well, of the look, ball. Ryan, you've got you've got two of your top three targets on a year healthy and ready to play, and Nico and Dalton Schultz, and, and you've got your your old faithful, Mister Reliable, Robert Woods, uh, who has been a starter and and a, and a contributor and, and, and can produce, uh, is going to be a quarterback's best friend without a doubt in this system. He's healthy. You got Noah Brown, which is your depth. He, he's healthy. Um, so it, it's, I mean, it's just when you get Nico Collins back, it's an absolute game changer because now all of a sudden your depth is just that. It's depth. Uh, now all of a sudden you have two of your top three targets instead of one with that one being a tight end. Um, you know, you, it, it changes the game offensively for the Texans. Yeah. So uh, that is the latest. If you miss C.J. Stroud, really no change there. Uh, it looks like he will miss the next game still in concussion protocol. Jimmy Ward out of it, practice today. Nico Collins practice for a second straight day. Um, and then really just Will Anderson and, not to just say just, but Will Anderson and Blake Cashman, they were the ones who didn't practice and uh, should be out. So uh, it, I think it's good news overall. Obviously not great news, but good news overall of what we expected. Big three and three, number two. I'm going to tell you what, Clint and Tyler, I mean, Florida State's basically Tyler with these tamales. I mean, they are they are really, really mad. I mean, really, really, really mad at this point to the point where I mean, they are they are I mean kicking up a ruckus trying to get up out the ACC potentially. Florida State has scheduled an emergency meeting of its board of trustees for Friday morning. This is the first concrete step needed in any effort to enable the school to take legal action against the ACC to challenge the grant of rights. I mean, they didn't make this playoff. They, we've been hearing it for weeks, and now they believe the ACC is what's held them back, which, okay, maybe, but, I mean, Clemson has seemed to have been able to, to do all right with it over the – now they're trying to get up out of the ACC. This is right – like people talk about the transfer portal, this is the this is the stuff that's worse than that, yeah. and more of an issue than that. They pissed off they didn't make the college football playoff. I get it, but now you want to bounce. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the thing is, this is the final straw. This isn't the first. I mean, they've been talking about yeah. trying to find a way to get out of the ACC and all their contracts, the ACC for over a year now, and so th- this is really. Uh, that where that was one of those back a year ago. That's where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, this is no doubt about it. That the house is blazing at this point in time. Florida State wants out now. It's going to cost them, I believe they said over 120 million dollars uh, to get out in fines to get out of the um, TV contracts and the contracts with the ACC and all that. Um, but yeah, look, I, I I don't know if it ends up happening, but I I, I feel strongly about this. Um, I feel strongly that if if this were Michigan or Ohio State, and if this were Georgia or Alabama, they would have gotten in the playoff. The, the, SC, so? the SEC, even with their backup yes. quarterback, yep. like the quarterback situation, yep. I, the exact same situation. I believe that those teams would have, in any of those four teams, would have been given given the benefit of the doubt um, because and, of the, and, because of what? I just think the Big Ten and the SEC carry that kind of stroke. I think the Pac-12 and, and the Big 12 and, and the ACC, but really the Pac-12. 
it is it doesn't care, they actually carry zero strokes. So they're all, and we've seen that they they them, those guys get left out. We saw the Big Twelve with Baylor and TCU yeah. uh, back a couple of years. I think it was Baylor actually twice, but Baylor and TCU same year in the got. same year they got railroaded, and it, and, and it all it just it's all, if you if if one team, but that wouldn't happen to Texas or Oklahoma, I don't think. Sometimes it's, it's yeah, no, a I, conference no, of the yeah, school. No, yeah. I, I, I can agree, I can agree with that. I feel like Florida that. State's on that. I, I, I would think so, too. From a blue blood standpoint, from a brand standpoint, I, I would think so, too. I, I just I think it's easy to see where Florida State's coming from of, of, of they're, they're, in, they're ultimately in the wrong conference. And what they've done is they've watched the big boys around college football, Texas, Oklahoma, Oregon, USC. They, they've watched UCLA. They've watched all these teams – be the first to jump and end up in 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 and strengthen their position. They end up those teams end up in power positions when they're coupled with these bigger, these these more I guess more powerful conferences in the Big Ten, the SEC, and Florida State. They've been uncomfortable standing pat from jump. They they've been uncomfortable, but they just didn't move. They couldn't get out. Whatever whatever it may be. So I I don't I don't blame Florida State one bit for for wanting that at least making a whole hell of a lot of noise because I, I don't believe this happens to one of those two Big Ten teams. Or either of the big the, I, the SEC. Team. I don't know. I just I think I think actually they they probably put themselves in a worse position potentially if they like if they move where do they go right to the Big Twelve or I mean to the Big Ten or the SEC right I mean if, that, if you're gonna leave the ACC yeah. you want to do that yeah. I mean your chances of getting to this point is it's even smaller at this point yeah. right I mean not not to say the ACC is just going to be trash forever. I mean, Clemson's obviously a, a, an up, a program that's up there, and, they, and Miami is, is starting to move uh, back to that when you look at their recruiting class. But I just – I mean, you make it – you go to the AC, I mean, you put yourself – and even you may not ever even get this chance right. to, to be up in, in here crying. And, and, yeah, but Ron – I mean, but the, but crying the, is poor because I think they, they, they have a, a point. The crazy thing about college football, though, because I agree with you. Like, I like I feel like it, had I been one of those Pac-12 yeah, Washington teams – and them, yeah. Well, I would have jumped straight to the to the Big 12. I mean, I, I, I would – like, SC and UCLA and, and, and jump into the Big – like, I would have jumped directly to the Big 12 because that's the path of least resistance to the college football playoff. But clearly, I mean, the, the – Oklahoma and Texas didn't feel that way. Yeah. Clearly, it's about that 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 security of being in, in the SEC and, and being one of the first teams to jump and 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 not waiting on the like the total conference realignment with these with these super conferences to come around and then they're going to tell you where you go. The other Oklahoma take they're they're choosing their their destination. And then saying, I just I think I think Florida State's got to calm down with this. I get or I got they got to calm down because. After this next year, when there's 12 teams in the playoff, yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to miss in that conference. Yeah, like it's it's going to be hard for them to not get in the party after this. And I know this is angering. Like someone said, FSU is blaming the ACC seems misplaced. I think what Clint is saying well, is if they were in the, if they were in the Big Ten or the SEC and they did this. They could have been under their fourth quarterback. You think that if they, they, if they'd they have gotten the respect? If a team goes undefeated in the Big Ten, the SEC, I don't care what set of circumstances you want to place on them, they're getting in. They just it's just it, it is what it is. If you go undefeated and you win your conference title, yeah, you're getting in, no matter no matter how you slice it. I mean, look, and and, and I will acknowledge there there are the ACC as as a conference. It it, it was it hasn't been as bad as the Pac-12, but the ACC uh, as a conference has had some serious problems. 
Yeah, it's just with, been Clemson. With their TV contracts and, yeah. and kind of how they're, they're wired. They've had some problems outside of this. So I think Florida State's got a laundry list of issues that they have with the ACC network. This, this is – and again, they've been trying to find a way out for over a year. This just happens to be one of those situations where, boy, now's, now is a perfect time to lean into this not getting in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, they. I mean, they. I, I mean, they are mad, man. I know you said this, but this is all coming. It, it is one week after another. Is just they're just something. I mean, they can't get they can't get over this. Boy, I wish that this came out when we could have talked to Canel yesterday about that. Yeah, been interesting. All right, uh, coming up, we talked a bit about uh, the news with the Astros with Framber Valdez, and I think the thought is, if they were to trade him, if they were to make a move to trade Framber Valdez, would your expectations change for this Astros team as a World Series contender? Would your expectations change for the Astros? We'll discuss that next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's a Thirsty Thursday with our friends at Bud Light on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Copperfield Buffalo Wild Wings on Highway 6, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, congratulations to our first winner, Natalie, who took home a $25 Visa gift card. We'll be hooking somebody else up with one a little bit later on. So if you want to... Uh, have a chance to win like Natalie did, who is still screaming in the back. You can uh, you can come on out, sign your name, put it in the raffle box. Good scream. Was that you, Tyler? That was Tyler, man. Man. Really let it. You're the, I, you know, I, I like the vibes you're in right now, Tyler. Hell you're yeah. A, yeah, you're, you're, the, you're the screaming and stuff. I, I it's like Christmas, the Christmas, you know. It's yeah, a thirsty it Thursday. It's a number one afternoon program in the city of Houston, and it's my Friday, so. Oh, oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, it Tyler's all works out. together. You're bouncing tomorrow. That's huh? why he is out here. He is. I mean, he is ready. Y'all to gonna go. make y'all gonna make you and May gonna make some tamales? Uh, no, make sure as hell gonna eat a lot of them though. Oh, are you? 
Yeah, I'm taking all these ones Lopez left and the ones this listener sent me. You should, man. I mean, that is the right thing to do, bud. That's not all getting does, ready. Yeah. It does sound like, though, that this Yeah, you must be taking them to the family because your ass ain't going to It'd take you three weeks to eat them, them, them uh, tamales. Well, it's starting to sound like these tamales weren't sent by just a good-hearted listener. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't going to put you out. I saw that on the I text know line. I really didn't know, and I, he said it, he I said, don't have and, confirmation. And I think you're going to get in trouble because as I hunt back, you want to pull it out, we can go ahead and – and, oh, and bring yeah, this thing on well, let me in on. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like the fact that you two got little jokes going with the text well, line. Well, I had. I hadn't said nothing to him. I read it and I was like, "Ooh, I'll hold that in." Well, I, I, I don't think you should. I think I don't think you should hold it in. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the, you should keep it from going. Well, on you the know, air, I was going to tell me. I about can tell you. Uh, well, apparently, my in-laws sent them to me. Yeah, he said that. He said it wasn't just. It wasn't just no any any listener who sent. Which is really the, sweet, but. It wasn't just no any listeners. It was his in-laws, and we put our name on it. Is what they said as no, well. No, there wasn't no name. All it said, what, all it said was Tyler's said. tamales, not Clint's. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, we sent the tamales. We are not just a listener. We are his in-laws. LOL. And our name was on the tamales. I'm just reading it right there from it. Shout out to uh, to Megan's parents. Well, DoorDasher must have lost the name. That's what I figured. They're part of the. <laughs> That's what, what I figured. Lean back with it. That's what I figured. Yeah. Shut the hell up. That's real cool, man. Yeah, you're real cool, man. That's real. You you whine you whined enough about them two damn tamales. No, that I didn't whine about now hate me. I stated now, that that me. was Done jacked up, and wow. I have a lot of backing on that. I wasn't yeah. whining. You did something wrong. Wow. Oh, man, you put. Man. I mean, you pushed his in laws on him. Hey, I mean, don't you go you run out of gas or something? Two bro. different sides of the track. All right, now he's back two different up. sides of the track. Yeah, he's back. You know, he's in the corner now. He's, he's hey, I'm like a badger when you he's corner a badger me. Now he's in a corner. Yeah, you got you your kin folks coming at you, feeling sorry for you. You got <laughs> your in laws, man. I don't care. Tamales are going to taste good either way. Tyler, you going to take their own? You going to take their tamales back to their party? Well, they told me. To, I, I they, they told me been, to bring half hey, of them to them. How great! How great would it have been if if they would have never let the cat out of the bag, and then Tyler shows up at family Christmas with their tamales with theirs. <laughs> Yeah, I just got a text. Oh, Apparently, they damn. expect me to bring half of these to them. Yeah. So, oh, that yeah. would be classic. That, that is, this Tyler is, is getting worse. <laughs> Tyler is grasping at so many straws that Tyler leaned back and said, why don't you go run out of gas? That's what, <laughs> that's what Tyler, yeah, you irresponsible. That's where Tyler is right now. My dude. wife left me the full tank today, Chief. Oh, man. That's, 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 it's going to have to be next week. That's rich. Well, make yeah, sure you're charged rich. up, too, because we know you struggle with that. I got that gas guzzling today, baby. baby. He's an Escalade now, baby. Yeah, yeah. He ain't, he's good. Don't smell like that. money, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, smell like this. I know you ain't talking. No, you ain't talking. No, no, I'm just saying it smells like money, man. I, I was raised in a refinery family. Uh, yeah, I bet. Probably, you and Megan probably headed to, to Costa Rica here next week, probably. We are going to Vegas next month. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot. Thanks well, a lot. I mean, we're going to Vegas next month, too. It might. Yeah. No kidding. Got close to it in two months. All right, um, all right. We we talked about it yesterday. The potential of Framber being on the trade block potentially for the Astros, and I mean, we said it. We we agreed. If you are not going to sign him long term, then you should be looking at that as a as a as a real option. I just want to know because I saw this from somebody yesterday. Like, would your expectations change for the Astros in terms of how you view them when it comes to? contender world series all that because right now today 
you know, we view the Astros as a World Series contender. I know I do. I, I, I view them as they're battling with the Rangers, the, the, the Yankees. I see that, like, they should be in that competing stand. We've seen them drop players. We've seen them lose Garrett Cole and the expectations not change. We've seen them lose George Springer and the expectations not change. Carlos Correa, on, on, so on, Charlie Morton, so on and so on. Would that be the same? Would this signal something different to you if Framber Valdez was traded with everybody else that got left? Not for me, no. Yeah. I mean, God, I hope not. He I mean, would it, fit in the same same vein as this, this, this losing well, Correa, losing – I mean, well, and I mean, look, I think it'd be a smart business move if if you're if you're just if 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 Jim Crane is just hell bent on not not giving a longer term deal, and and you're clearly already in the in the extension conversations, I would think to some degree, uh, you have an idea of what he will or or, or will not accept, and um, if you move on from him, I think it'd be good business. I think it would be move you move on from him to. To capitalize elsewhere to keep your team uh, in in that World Series window even longer, um, you move on from him because you feel like the guys, uh, the Lance McCullers and 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 Hunter Browns and and Luis Garcias and 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 those guys, you feel like you feel really good about those guys. You let go of them because you feel like if you're not a true World Series contender at the trade deadline, you have the ability to then go out and bring in a, a, a proven veteran front of the rotation, top of the rotation type starter. Yeah. Um, no, Ron, I, I can't I can't at all. Like, if the thought is move on from Fromber and we're going to just kind of start easing out of this World Series window because we can't, you know, we got to rebuild. So the window is still wide open for you. Hell even yeah. Make, yeah. They, I mean, they were in that thing. He's a big – that's a big piece. I, 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 Seven f***ing times. Yeah, I, I think I would. I think I would agree because you know you have to look at it. And it's it's the rotation. One, if you if you move him, are you then? I would. I would expect that you make some reinforcements. That you would like. All right, if we're going to lose him, then that means we're going to really add in the bullpen. We're going to really add somewhere else. Sure. Right. And then you ask yourself, is this a rotation that's good enough potentially? Verlander, Christian Javier, Lance McCullers. Maybe whatever he brings and what he can be. Now it changes things if it's the Lance McCullers that we know yeah. can be, because then that, that that's a, a legit front of, front of the rotation guy. But you say Verlander, Javier McCullers, Hunter Brown, or Keedy, and we'll see with Loris Garcia when he gets back. Is that is that a contender's rotation? Like are you cut? Like is that a rotation where you're like, all right? I think we can contend with that. That I, to me, would I think be, I think it's a rotation that I would be willing to to uh, you know attempt to, to to try with, and and then again the trade deadlines there. If it's not, then you go get whatever whatever help you need. Um, but I I think I, I don't think it's crazy to go. Okay, we're going to gamble on Lance McCullers coming back. We're going to gamble on Christian Javier taking that next step. We're going we're going to gamble on Hunter Brown taking that next step, and and we know. That Luis Garcia and 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 Urquidy and 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 that bunch is is there to to chew innings up throughout the season and then be a long relief uh, option in the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to to making that move and and seeing if what they have outside of Framber Valdez is enough. Because I think that, I think some people say, "All right, you're trading Framber." That means like, all right, maybe we're uh, we're starting to think this is this is this is we should be looking at this team differently. We should. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't. 
Yeah, I d- no, because I, I do. I, I think McCullers and Javier, those two in particular, I mean, they have, and really Hunter Brown too. They have, all three of them have the have it in them to be top of the rotation yep. type guys, like top three starters in the rotation. Now, I don't know how comfortable you feel that they would be, but I, I, we've seen worse pitching rotations than this make it to the playoffs. Like, I mean, we watched Arizona have two starters. And they and they made it to the to the NLs or to the World Series. Excuse yep. me. We watched yep. them with two starters, really. So, I don't. I, I'm with you on that case. All right. The uh, uh, the, hey, hell, official. the Rangers. Look what the Rangers did. You're right. Yeah. Hell, they did. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they basically had two and and Max crossing their fingers. Yeah. Right. And yeah. So, so yeah. I, I, yeah. I think the I think the Rangers would have would have given to have that as a as a potential rotation. The uh, the injury report, the official injury report is out. We'll pass that along with you. And maybe some good news because the Browns injury report is out as well. And this is something new we've been doing here the last couple of weeks. Tyler's turd list. The turds of the sports world. Gold, silver, bronze. Who, uh, who made Tyler's turd list? Draymond <laughs> somehow was only the silver last week. Uh, and oh, Mahomes wow. and Andy were the bronze. So who is the uh, the turd list? We'll discuss that coming up next right here on The Drive. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a thirsty Thursday with our friends at Bud Light on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Copperfield Buffalo Wild Wings on Highway 6, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome in as we are live on this thirsty Thursday. You hear that Christmas vibes that Tyler is giving you. Uh, we're here. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We go to Buffalo Wild Wings each and every Thursday. We are at the Copperfield location right off Highway 6. So bring your ass. Bring your ass on out here. Make your way on out here. All and you got a chance. Yeah, well, well, if you if you got all that ass, you bring that too. You right? started to agree, didn't you? In my mind, I was thinking, no, nah, I mean, I don't, I'm thinking about the, the bulk of our clientele. I don't, I'm not thinking about yeah, all these dudes come out here and bring the ass. Bring every bit of that but ass. I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, if you gonna bring, if you if you are that type that got a lot of ass to bring, go ahead and bring that ass. <laughs> yeah, put, put that ass down in one of these seats, and on your way in, sign sign up right here, and you have a chance to win a twenty five dollar Visa gift card. We're hooking somebody else up with a little bit later on. We've already got somebody with one. Oh my God, look at Chandler Roan up on TV. I didn't know he slicked his hair down like that. Is he scowling? He's not scowling, but he he really slicks his hair it's, it's over. It's a it's a pretty blank look. It's a pretty blank stare into that camera. There ain't no doubt about it. Get, let's get a little paint on the walls, Chandler. <laughs> and he, I mean, it is just a full slick down. I mean, he looked like he just licked his hand and, and ran it across the side of his head. <laughs> Gross. As I digress. Gross over, um, huh? But, yeah, we're here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out uh, to the great people here and our friends at Bud Light, who also will help and take care of you. That Henny Hustle back there. Please, no one buy it for me. I, I swear to God, please don't. I'm trying. <laughs> but it just does look beautiful. It does look beautiful. 
back there. So you can uh, you can enjoy that or or whatever it is you like here. They got you covered here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Copperfield location off Highway 6, so make it here. All right, guys, the official injury report is out. Um, and uh, Will Anderson, Blake Cashman, C.J. Strauer are the only ones that did not practice today. And the, uh, and the thought is that they, are, they will be the ones who will not play on Sunday. That's C.J. Stroud, Blake Cashman, uh, and uh, Will Anderson. Uh, very, very important players. But at least, at least this, is, this ain't a surprise. Like, you, you, you know this one is coming. The other parts there, uh, Noah Brown limited again. This was same as last week with that knee. Malik Collins limited with the hip. Nico Collins, that's a big one. He practiced for the second straight day. Limited Brevin Jordan. Uh, he didn't practice uh, yesterday, but was limited today with an illness, as well as Shaq Mason and John Mechie. Shaq Mason with the calf, Mechie with the illness. And the Achilles there for Denzel Perryman, that's one to kind of watch too. He was limited again today. But I think another big one, uh, Jimmy Ward, concussion. He was actually in practice limited today. Laramie Tunzel, George Fant, your two tackles were full go as well as Steven Nelson. So that is uh, that is uh, the uh, updated injury report. But the Browns is out too, uh, Clint. And uh, Joe Flacco, he was limited yesterday with a calf. He is uh, he was a full go today. Generally, you tell yourself, "Well, oh, a calf injury, all right, with the quarterback that hurts your mobility." Does that does that mean nah. anything? <laughs> Is that a, is that a help at all for the Texans and and, and, and a, anything for well, for Joe Flacco? Not unless you can move him off his spot. Look, the truth of the matter is that the the Cleveland Browns have had major issues injury wise on their on their offensive line. Major. Joe Benito um, didn't practice the last two days as he as he had to come out of the game early against the Bears. Teller Teller was was banged up. The center's banged up. Um, they uh, Gerard, uh, uh, Gerard Christian. Uh, what is it? Jerron Christian Jr. Jerron is what I'm looking for. Jerron Christian Jr. Who we've had, we've we've seen him come through here. Uh, he is now in Cleveland. He's he's banged up, and so um, you know they've had some serious issues up front. And, and the Texans have a hell of a pass rush, and their defensive coordinator D'Amico Rines has an aggressive uh, aggressive play uh, play style, uh, play calling style, if you will. And so um, you know you. At, at first glance, you think, ah, you know, look, Joe Flacco, bad calf, he's going to be fine. He's a statue in the pocket. But if D'Amico's able to get him off his spot and make him move around a little bit, it may be more of a, more of a, uh, an issue than, than we think. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the latest there with uh, Joe Flacco, a bit of a calf issue. Uh, but uh, as you said, man, he's he, if he got to run and move, <laughs> whether he had a calf issue or not, that is that spells – that spells good things that means for the Texans. Yeah, that means the Texans are having success getting home. That for means sure. fifty-two then got around and 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 ninety ninety-six and those guys up front then got around and got and got and got on him. By the way, here's here's Tyler. Tyler, I wanted to I wanted to play what D'Amico had to say about Joe Flacco, but Tyler, who uh, who titles these things, here's Tyler's title. Uh, D'Amico six on Brown's old ass quarterback <laughs> Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing I'm Joe falling, like that? And I can't get up. Why is he doing Joe like the old ass Joe? Old <laughs> I God, never know God. if y'all are gonna notice some of the I notice titles. it all the time. Why like you're just so like old ass. I mean, damn man, what Joe do to you? It, it, it's how I have fun, man. Is it is it really I don't even want to play it now. You just mean. <laughs> just mean old ass, old He's ass. Ugly Joe. Too. Old ass Joe. All right, here, let's let's hear this was D'Amico uh D'Amico had to say about as titled 
on Brown's old ass quarterback, Joe Flacco. I've fallen and I can't that's get not up. To, that's Flacco, not Flacco, another veteran guy who stepped in late in the season. You've seen success from him just because he's done it for such a long time and he's done it at a high level. Joe has won Super Bowls. He's been in the playoff uh, numerous amount of years, right, playing on really good teams there in Baltimore. So you see him step in immediately and impact this team just because of his experience, right, and uh, he knows where to go with the football. He's smart and you know, he's helped that team tremendously, right? They play really good defense and now you add Joe. Their offensive attack, right, with the running game, the screens, and also the deep shots, where Joe does a really good job throughout his entire career. He's done a great job of throwing the deep ball, and that's where they thrive. That's where they want to hang their hats on is creating those chunk plays. We have to be prepared for that. Yeah, you, you, you've said, and I think we'll probably dig into this uh, a, a lot more tomorrow on Football Friday, but you said, like, this isn't just a – Oh, it's just their their fourth quarterback. Like this is this is a guy that can cause real problems uh if if he's given time. Yeah, he can throw the route tree. Um uh, wide side of the field, short side of the field, he can stretch the field vertically as you just heard D'Amico his entire career he's thrown the deep ball well. It's he's he's uh he loves the play action game and throwing the ball over the top and there's no pressures you're going to throw at him or no no zone man coverage hybrid type things you're going to throw at him that's going to confuse him. Um, the, the only way uh, to, to beat Joe Flacco is, is, is going to be to dial up pressures, get him off his spot, get to him before he makes the throw. He's going to know where he's going with the football most of the time. He's got some targets that he can depend on in man-to-man situations. It's just a matter of can you throw their timing off can you get the quarterback off his spot? And if you can, then it's advantage Texans. But if you can't, if we've heard D'Amico Ryan's talk consistently about the coverage and and the and the front, they have to be married kind of deal. Boy, if if they're not if they are not in sync and on time, if there's a crack anywhere, a guy like Joe Flacco is going to find it. Uh, like I said earlier, to me, typically a young quarterback versus D'Amico Ryan's style is a huge advantage. Texans huge advantage to Miko. We've not seen that be the case this year with Desmond Ritter, Bryce Young, Zach Wilson all having success against D'Amico's defense. It's I think it's clear D'Amico versus a veteran quarterback that it's not that he knows will take the check down and will take the twelve play drive if you just sit back and give it to him. D'Amico's had his best He's called his best games this year when you got an opponent with a, with a veteran quarterback that's that's a, a stationary quarterback that you know where he's going to be. So, I mean, I'm a firm believer in that it's a huge advantage versus the young guys. I know it hadn't played out that way this year with the Texans, um, and, and I just hope what we've seen to to, to date in terms of D'Amico having success versus veteran quarterbacks. I hope we see that again this week, this Sunday. Yeah, we'll see because it. yes, I think Flacco is a problem. Yeah, he could be. He could be if you allow him. All right, let's go, uh, uh, Tyler. Uh, Tyler Milner's Tyler's Turds of the Week, uh, the weekly turd rankings in the sports world. Who has the bronze this week, Tyler? You sure you're ready for this? Oh God, Tyler! I just want to reiterate because every I, I was wondering if this was going to work every week because turdish behavior can sometimes be hard to come by, but I don't think it's going to be a problem. The bronze medal, Aaron Rodgers, bro, <laughs> bro. And I like Aaron. I think he's weird as hell. But sometimes you just got to get out of your own way, Aaron. 
Hey, Rod, get out of your own way. What are we doing taking up one of the 53 roster spots? And this poor guy, what's his name, uh, uh, the fullback, Nick uh, That's good Nick Bowden or something. Now, yeah. now my guy has to get sent down because your crippled ass, your old ass wants to just stand there and be a part of the roster for practice. Like that, that's turdish behavior, man. How, how, how much difference in pay you think this fullback who was on the active roster going down to practice squad? How much, how much money is he? Well, what year was huge. <laughs> I mean, he was on the Pro Bowl battle as one of the top five fullbacks in the in the league. My man's trying well, to afford Nighthawk TV dinners, bro. Yeah, no, I, I mean, he lost, I, he lost some good money. Oh, some serious jack. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, no, no question that. about it. Who's yeah. the silver? Who's yeah, the silver? that's your bronze Aaron turd, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. Silver medal for uh, Tyler's turd list of the week here. Silver medal is going to go to Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee mm. Titans. My man walked out looking like the biggest jackass I've seen this football season. <laughs> what are you doing trying to look like Bum Phillips? That had didn't even fit your head right. You damn sure ain't no cowboy, Vrabel. Yeah, it could have been a better yeah, size. That, that's, that's turdish behavior from the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, Mike Vrabel. He's getting the silver medal. Who gets the gold? Gold medal. I don't know if it's something to be proud of. Y'all know it's Clint. Y'all know it's Clint Sterner. He's not in the sports world. How is he not? He's a former NFL quarterback, and he talks sports Monday through Friday Uh, on this radio station. Clint Sterner is the gold medal winner of the Turd of the Week this week because he is a tamale thief. He runs out of gas all the time. That's not really turdish. I just wanted to say it again. But you are the gold medal winner, Clint. You're the gold medal winner. You're a tamale thief, and I will never be able to look at you the same. It was disrespectful. And uh, I, I'm going to have to ponder on that a lot over the weekend. All right, his turd list. Listen, it's his list. I, I just really think we should go uh, and look at the bylaws, and, and the people should also. <laughs> do, do we count as in the sports world? Yes. I mean, Tyler gave it. T- Tyler was ready. Yes, he talks sports for t- from 2 to 6 every day. <laughs> so there's a part of the sports world. As of now, the bronze goes to Aaron Rodgers and him just stealing money from a kid. And then the, the silver, the, flat out, the silver goes to uh, to Mike Vrabel for wearing that hat. And then Clint Sterner, who everyone saw this one coming, gets the uh, gets the gold medal. Now it's you and the last week it was the Nashville Titans fans for for wearing all the Oilers stuff, and this week it's Clint Sterner. Yeah, man. Look, I, I mean, if you're gonna put me in there, man, put me at the top, Bob. Yeah, hey, you're a winner, man. You're a winner in my yeah. book. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thanks. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take it. What you got coming up in the fourth? All right, who's the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans this week? I know a lot of people think, ah, we know it's Case Keenum. Well, the offensive coordinator speaks on Thursday. Last time I checked, today's Thursday. Bobby Slowick, he spoke to the media. Let's see if Bobby cleared anything up or did he maybe muddy the waters around the quarterback for the Houston Texans. We'll have that next. Turd Ferguson. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.